New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey everybody, Delaney here, and I am really excited today to just be diving into Genesis chapter 39. So today, this passage is entitled, Joseph and Potiphar's Wife. Some of you, that story instantly comes to mind and you know exactly what we're going to be talking about. And some of you have never heard this story. And either way, I'm really excited because today we're going to focus in on hard work and running. Running from what, you might ask? I'm so glad you asked. You're going to have to stay tuned to this podcast to figure that out. Got you hooked now. All right. So we're going to go ahead and read Genesis 39, starting in verse 1 all the way to verse 23. So we're going to read it to its entirety. And I'm going to be reading out of the ESV version. So let's go ahead and dive into verse one and we'll discuss some of the takeaways that the Lord has laid on my heart. Ready? Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian had bought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph and he became a successful man and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended to him, and he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made him overseer in the house and over all the land and all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field, and he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. Because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in appearance and in form. And after a time, his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house. And he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept anything back from me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her to lie beside her or to be with her. But one day when he went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house were in this house, she caught him by his garment and said, lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, see, He has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us, and he came in to lie with me, and I cried out in a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her until his master came home, and she told him the same story, saying that the Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried out, He left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, this is the way that your servant treated me. His anger was kindled and Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoner were confined. And he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. 
And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. All right, you guys, a lot here. And it's so cool because this passage is just a reminder that God has so much to teach us. (laughs) This passage, there's so many things that we could highlight on, but there's two things I'm really going to focus on. So starting in verse 1, we can see that Joseph had been brought down to Egypt and Potiphar um, had bought him from the Ishmaelites. So what we learned is that Joseph's brothers sold Joseph into slavery, which is crazy. We see that in chapter 37. And I can just say that this was probably not a part of Joseph's five years plan to be sold into slavery and to now be working for Potiphar. And he definitely was not where he probably expected to be. And some of us may have been there before. We are in a season of life right now or have been before where we were not anticipating. We're not expecting to be there. But here's what is so awesome about Joseph and something that we all need to be reminded of. Joseph is a hard worker and he glorified God in all that he did. And he chose to serve to serve the Lord fully wherever he was. So being in Potiphar's house might not have been where, you know, Joseph was anticipating. It might not be where he wants to be. But you know what? Joseph serves the Lord in all that he does, and he works hard. And what's cool is in verse 3, it says, His master saw that the Lord was with him. From the way Joseph acts and from the way Joseph serves, it is apparent that the Lord is with Joseph. And so Joseph, in the place that he is placed, chooses to serve the Lord well in a way that makes it clear that he is a servant of Christ, which is just, to me, is just an amazing picture for all of us. Wherever the Lord has placed us is not by accident. Some of you may need to hear that today. Wherever you are right now, you are not there by accident. Whatever job, whatever city, whatever family, whatever, wherever you are, the Lord has placed you there with purpose. And Joseph is one of those that since his eyes are fixed on the Lord, he serves well. Whatever he does, he serves well. And that has just been such a reminder for me today that I want to be the person that when somebody looks at me, they can say, wow, Delaney loves the Lord so well. She serves the Lord well. And it is apparent that the Lord is with me because of the way I serve. So maybe you need to hear that today because I know that I did. Be reminded that wherever I'm placed, it's for a purpose. And so I want to do it for the Lord's glory. And now we're going to transition starting in verse 6. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. I don't know about you guys, but when I read that, I knew that this story was about to take a turn. When we're talking about appearance, we know that that something is going to change because there's just a shift here from talking about Joseph's hard work to now we switch to the relationship with Joseph and Potiphar's wife. And I'm going to say something that might not be a feel-good moment, but honestly, it is just a good reminder. Just because you are walking with the Lord does not mean that temptation won't come your way. Let me say it again because I needed to hear this today. Just because you're walking with the Lord does not mean that temptation won't come your way. Here's a moment where Joseph is not doing anything wrong. He is serving the Lord wholeheartedly. His eyes are fixed on the Lord. He is trying to be a good servant to Potiphar. He is trying to do what he is called to do. But temptation still comes his way and and it comes his way in the form of Potiphar's wife. So she is trying to tempt him saying, lie with me, Joseph, lie with me. Basically, I want to cheat on my husband. I want to do this, and I want you to be a part of that. She's trying to pull him into the sin that she's struggling with. And Joseph is a picture, you guys. In verse um, 12, she catches Joseph by his garment and says, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled out of the house. 
Ladies and gentlemen, when temptation comes our way, we need to flee from it entirely. Temptation is not something that we ever need to entertain. It is not something that we should ever say, you know, maybe maybe this wouldn't be a big deal or, you know, maybe this would be fine or maybe this would be satisfying for a little bit because temptation is not something to toy with. Temptation is something to flee from entirely. You guys, temptation might look good and it might seem like it's going to satisfy, but it's honestly just going to deter our walk from the Lord and it's going to bring us somewhere where we don't want to be. So this is a really big picture. And yes, it said she grabbed Joseph's garment in her hand. And you know what? PG-13 moment, she ripped his garment off and Joseph fled. You guys, yes, he is not wearing his clothes. Joseph is streaking, but he's doing it for the Lord's glory. He is running far from temptation. And that is such a reminder for all of us that sometimes running from temptation might not seem like it's going to be the best thing, but it will always be the best thing when we run out of temptation. And he's not worried about what Potiphar's wife opinion of him is because he is more concerned with glorifying the Lord. And earlier he said, um, in verse nine, he said, how could I do this great wickedness and sin against God? He knew that sleeping with Potiphar's wife would be a sin. So he ran far from it. And that is a good reminder for all of us. But also there is a humbling reminder that after Joseph flees from temptation, Potiphar's wife spins the story. So just because we do the right thing does not mean that the world will applaud us. When Joseph runs from this temptation, Potiphar's wife wasn't like, wow, I really respect him. What a man of God. Instead, she spun the story for her own sake. She wanted, she was either getting revenge or she was embarrassed or whatever it was. She spun the story. And sometimes in our own life, we will run from temptation And sometimes the world will spin it and they won't applaud us. But that does not mean that it wasn't the right thing to do. Because as we see, he goes on and Potiphar takes Joseph and places him in prison. But guess what? God still uses him and God um, still blesses everything he does. Because even though the world didn't applaud him, he still made the right call by fleeing from temptation entirely. And even though it didn't lead for him being where he wanted to be, once again, he was right where God wanted him to be because he continued to seek the Lord and do what God called him to do. So once again, we're back in another stage where Joseph is in prison. And once again, it's a full circle. Joseph is still living for the Lord and he is doing what God calls him to do, which is to serve him wholeheartedly. And in the prison, it says in verse 23, the keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that Joseph was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. So even the guard at the prison, you guys could so clearly see that the Lord was moving through Joseph because once again, Joseph was a humble servant and trusted where the Lord had placed him. And that doesn't mean that he didn't acknowledge that it was hard and maybe he didn't have some hard days, but the overall big picture was that Joseph was serving the Lord with all he had wherever he was. And that reminds me of Colossians 3.17, which says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever you do, wherever you are, you're supposed to do it for the Lord's glory. So I will challenge all of us with two takeaways. And the first is, are you using where you are to glorify the Lord? Whatever job you're in, whatever family, whatever friend group, wherever your feet are, wherever you're placed right now, are you using everything to glorify the Lord? Are you working hard? Are you living your life in a way that so clearly shows that you are serving the Lord? Or maybe are we falling short in that realm? I know that I have to ask myself that all the time. And the next question is, are you running into or away from temptation? So are you running towards the temptation? Are you running away from it? Because let's be honest, 
we are either taking a step towards something or a step away from something. Over time, we can't just stand still in the presence of temptation. We're either going to have to run from it or we're going to walk towards it. So today, once again, just say, let's take a moment to all be self-aware and challenge ourselves. Okay, wherever I'm at, whatever job, whatever whatever season I'm in, I want to make sure that people can clearly see that the Lord is near to me and that I am serving the Lord wholeheartedly. And also take a moment to evaluate, hey, that temptation in my life, we all know what it is. We all know the temptation that might be in our lives right now or in the seasons that we face so far and say, hey, am I fleeing from that temptation or am I toying with that temptation? And just challenge yourself to fully flee from the presence of that temptation. So I hope that this was an encouragement to you guys. We love you so much and we can't wait to keep talking to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.